0: Welcome back to another episode of SOMA Soulworks. Where do faith and art meet? What does it mean to be made in God's image, knowing his nature as a creator? This podcast is an open-ended wrestling with God at the seam of Christianity and creativity as artisans working in the world of arts and entertainment.
1: All right, welcome back, guys. This is the SOMA Soulworks podcast. Um, We have recently uh, talked about um, in the previous podcast in previous episodes assuming they come out in the order we're recording them not quite sure about that uh but we'll see we've talked about uh the about how it just was um the game dev fun, and more recently we talked about what it means to have a company culture versus its mission statement and mm-hmm. how what happens when they mesh like what are the goals of having those two pieces even in a in a company and also what happens when they don't mesh like what does that look like what does it what do we take away and also the fact that christian's Studios in particular need to be risen to a higher standard than the ones because we get uh, other studios because we are uh, one if we proclaim ourselves as, a studio, uh, as Christians, we are held to a higher standard in general. doesn't matter for a studio or not. but you also to keep in mind if you're going to say you're a Christian studio, then your studio is held to a higher standard on of morals, then that should be in line with your mission statement and with your company culture. That's a brief synopsis of the previous one, and that kind of leads into this. Um, this particular uh, podcast, which is about soul care, and what happens when you're not at a studio, or even or a Christian studio, but or even at a Christian studio which doesn't respect um, that spot, like that, that, or that piece of you that needs that self care, that soul like for yourself and your mental health, your st- emotional, and also your soul, like your space for you. And what happens when the, the coming just crushes, crushes and grinds you to dust? You find it so often um, reported to, in big AAA studios where people just come in, get ground dust, and then just like export it out, and it's like, yep, you are done with you. You bye, leave you, leave you on the wayside. And so many people um, in the, our industry don't last more than three to five years. And it's why, it's, at least in the past, it's been so hard to find people who are actually at a senior level of. Um, In their artistry, would be art or programming or management. Finding those people who are really good at their their craft, who have lasted long enough to actually be at a senior level, is hard because we get ground out of the industry. It's heartbreaking that some of the the industry
2: professionals who were in that space that we work with, like, they're extremely talented, but they don't recognize it. Like they Mm. have been so exploited by. I, I uh, the system. I guess that they just, they lost all sense of their their actual worth and value. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the value stem, seems to stem from just what they can provide, but not them as an individual. Yeah, which is sad. You're Tragic. Oh, like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and and so I guess like for us, like what can we do to help? That self worth be found again, and also yeah, like, like not if that, advice
2: we could give, you know, for people who
1: are in that situation, or right? like, or if like, if you're yeah, if you're going to be in a studio where you that uh, that ultimately hurts, you, uh, hurts, and and it does not per, um, help you thrive. Um, what can what can be done in the meantime, like to make a thriving situation out of one that is not, um, if you don't have that support from the in, from the studio itself. And I guess we can talk about, like, we can, to be clear, I think we're talking about studios. We're not talking about the leadership and what they should be doing to help provide this. I think what we're talking about is the individual. Is that an accurate statement or do you want to also? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we want to talk about, like, you know, some things are just out of your power to change. So Mm. what attitude change can you do for your own life? Like, actionable advice for you. um, and. In a situation where you can't actually
1: make a, a bigger impact on the overall culture, and also in in a situation where you're you can't leave it either uh, outside of what what can you do to uh, hit the mic? I'm sorry, uh, where you can't leave because say you you need the money, see that's, and, that's, that's or God asks you. Ooh, that's or you cou- I mean, maybe that is what is God is calling you to do, and being able to sure. recognize that is huge. But I think to give spe- more specific uh, help people f- to be able to survive mm-hmm. these, uh, um, the, the, the weight, the, the drought, I don't know what, how else you we want to term it? Um, there's a lot of, uh, Christianese wor- uh, words that we could use here, I think, to kind of maybe over-explain what we're trying to get at. But, um, there's a couple of things, at least, that we've, um, touched on in our own talks outside of this, this specific recorded one that we could get to. Um,
0: so the first question then is what is soul care? I think defining that would be helpful. Uh, we talked about self-care a little bit, but soul care and your mind, wh- what are we talking about so the audience is kind of aware of that.
1: What is soul care? Uh, yeah, for me it's it's been it's been a lot about making sure that I my I am aligned with God and not with the world, making sure that I am not getting lost in the world and the world and world's values um and that i keep my my head on straight a little bit my and not just my head but my heart on straight mm. um and one of the previous um ta- uh previous con- podcast i mentioned the fact that um when i went to melodress i was coming off of maternity leave and that the previous 11 or so months because i had been two months of maternity leave plus the pregnancy um I had been so focused on the baby, I hadn't been focused in producing a baby, making a baby, and then also handing off work well so I could go off on maternity leave and then come back. Um, that I didn't, and while God was still there and at the and still a core piece, he wasn't the topmost priority for me during that time. And I was able to get a little bit of rest and rejuvenation and also reorientation on where God is in my priority list when I went to Maladras. So that, for me, was... A, as an example, it's like right. Uh, my self worth is not in being a mom. It's not in being a game dev. It's not being a developer and an artist. My self worth comes from being a child of God,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's something that, I, as Christians in the in this space, um, it, we've done a lot of thought process over the years um, at Soma about how do we bring our faith to our work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's something that um, I don't know how much people outside of Christian studios, like how much they can they think through that, like how, do, how is their faith present in their work when they're in a mm-hmm. non-Christian studio or in a studio that's not working on um, a specific thing. Like some people ha- or get or either could get fired over the fact that they don't want to draw a nude character, for example, and have that be the final product in a thing. It's like, no, I'm not going to draw that because that's against my values kind of thing. It's like, but it, but if that's like a line that you, if you don't want to personally cross it, but then you kind of have to sacrifice that um, for you, for you to keep the job and the cash flow coming in. It's like, maybe it's like, yeah, it's just this one time, but that one little thing starts becoming a trickle over the hill and you start like letting yourself into um, get polluted by things that you don't find to, that don't align with your personal values, and you get influenced in that way. Um, side so uh, like a little bit of a side thing, like another example, of, I remember hearing about um, there's some games uh, like where actually I think it's oh my gosh, what's the fighting game that has, that's super duper gory? Mortal, oh, Mortal Kombat, yes, it's just like that one. The artists who created that, mm-hmm. I feel so much for mm-hmm. because they had to study how mm-hmm. to make that look that way they had to study likely very likely and i think it really did real life examples mm-hmm. of of blood coming out of a of a gun wound or what does a spine look like <laughs> there is an infamous little like thing of some a, oh, yeah. a character that rips a spine out of someone's body and that's just so like it's not it, it's just so far down the um gore Right. Mm-hmm. Space and like mm-hmm. just physical fighting. Like, even if you just, even just for me, I have trouble watching movies that are just straight physical fighting. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like just someone getting punched over and over again, like, can get, and, and like, particularly the ones that are just like more on the realistic, like boxers kind of fighting. I have tr- trouble watching that because that's mm-hmm. that is hard for me to watch. I can't imagine trying to be in a space where I was being forced because of the job and what my boss told me to do that I would need to dive into like that level Mm -hmm. that far down that just it hurts to think about and that's the kind of I guess soul care it's like for me it's like how do you help someone protect themselves against that Mm -hmm. and how do you help um, even and if you have to be and I say have to I'm not there could be other ways around it like Neil Neil mentioned earlier like what if you do actually just quit over Mm. this like but there's gonna be people who are not in a space where they can afford to or get out of that situation mm-hmm. and they find themselves there how can we help them be protected against that mm-hmm. and there could be other moral values so i know there's a lot of um or at least i'm a, been a part of online talks about alcohol consumption at companies studios where if you don't drink alcohol and you go to a party people uh, and after like a networking party that has only alcohol becomes an issue for some of that can be the issue Mm -hmm. for people it can it's not just about there's there's different ways this could go in terms of where do your values get crossed but Mm -hmm. your boundaries get crossed
0: that's like talking about the your personal values which hopefully are just in line with what god's wanting for you Mm -hmm. and then on top of that like you're dealing with the cultural values around you yeah plus the cultural values of the company themselves and you know how do you walk the line of oh that's too far or can I bring this up as an issue that affects me and what's kind of interesting is the you can use and work with kind of hey this is my faith that's affecting my my journey sometimes but it is a tough issue especially in a bigger company that doesn't value faith of any kind um and and you have to deal with that but there's these lines that get crossed and you have to be careful with those or if you're willing to in a way go that direction that they're asking you to do and like how do you care for your your soul when uh, you do have to deal with the the gory art situation or whatever the the thing is that you're you feel is okay for you to deal with but there's still kind of some ramifications of that like well I've decided to you know work on this this feels like the right step but man this is kind of tough on my soul um, you know is there a way to pray through that take some time um, yeah. to share that hardship with others you have somebody who can kind of share the the journey with um, some accountability side of that. Um, that always reminds me of just general walks outside of work. Do you have somebody you, you're sharing the, the hardships and the journeys with? That's part of that soul care.
2: Mm-hmm. So to talk, <clears throat> bring in maybe less drastic situations. Mm-hmm. Um, Please do. And <laughs> advice. Uh, and honestly, I, I guess I'm going to preface this by saying, you know, sometimes things might seem a lot worse than they actually are. Mm. And so there's that you know, long-standing advice people give, you know, to be the change you want to see in the world. Be the, try to live an example of what you would like to see as your office culture. It might be uncomfortable, but you know, sometimes it doesn't actually lead to losing your job. Um, something that Chris has brought up in the past is that, you know, culture can develop Accidentally, Like, it's just, you know, nobody's knows anything different, so they just assume this is how it should be. But mm-hmm. if they're introduced to how it could be different, like, sometimes it's just a little light bulb moment of, oh, yeah, why didn't I think of that? You know, we've had lots of those at SOMA where we're like, you know, maybe we should be praying about this sort of thing. And we're like, <laughs> what? Oh, no, you're right. Like, you know, you'd think you're know, already being Christians. that, You know, I'm not saying that you should, you know, suggest... I mean, could suggest to people in the office to pray about things. But I guess I'm, I'm thinking more like, all right, a big thing in game development is crunch. Or you're, like, culturally expected to stay at work, you know, for all odd hours. But what I've heard from some of the industry professionals that we're in contact with is that they would stay, but they wouldn't work. They would just stay those hours hmm. because those hours were, like, the culture expectation and they didn't want to be viewed as a slack off but if all of those people who did that just were like I have a family I'm gonna go home that gives like one brave act of that like you know it, t- technically contractually you, you you may not lose your job over that like I think it's very likely you won't lose your job over that so like taking that s- uncomfortable step to just be like I'm gonna go home on time and then other people can see and like, hey, Joe left on time and he didn't get, he, he didn't get fired. He's been leaving on time every day for five weeks. I'm going to go home on time. You know, like, that could start a trend of and actually move the dial. Um, uh, now, of course, you know, think things through. If you are a Christian, pray about it. You know, make sure that you're comfortable taking that step and, you know, like, You know, make the guess like, all right, if I do lose my job over this, like, it it helps if you believe that God is providing for you and that, you know, you know, you losing your job may just build a stepping stone for for other people to be able to to be brave about that sort of thing. Mm. Um, You know, if you truly believe in something, like, you got to ask yourself, like, are you willing to fight for it? Um, (laughs) And that might include some sacrifice. But all in all, I just really want to encourage people and that maybe just try the thing. Like it it, it may not be that bad.
0: Is yeah. cool too, just even talking about it with others? I know that obviously Discord groups and so on, um, many different ways to connect with others and kind of sharing that journey. Oh, this is a hard moment. Can you help kind of walk me through this decision, pray for this decision, um, even outside of your company or in within your own company? That's another thing uh, we've seen a little bit of where people gather together um, either creating something new, which is a group of uh, other like-minded Christians dealing with the issues or praying through the issues, whatever those issues may be, everything from crunch to uh, many other different elements we've talked about or beyond that. But that's kind of gathering together, sharing the journey, praying through that so you can make the right decisions in those moments and not be too worried about the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: There's... What you primarily talked about for me, but for you, um, Sammy, to me, sounds like actually being able to keep boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I know for me, like uh, at Soma, even, like for me, I would say yes to probably a little bit more than I needed to. Same. Or I tried <laughs> um, more so until I had a kid. And now I'm feeling I was like, nope, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. Uh, I, for those of you who don't know, I actually only, I work a four-day week right now. Um, and I st- and while I'm going, um, I am, and I've done four tens as well. I'm not working five-day weeks. So on Tuesdays, that's the day I take off. Um, there's reasons there for why it's Tuesday. Not going to get into that. But um, every so often, there's a there's like a, I'll get a message to me. It's like, hey, can you can you do this today? Because people forget I'm not working on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not today. Sorry. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Such good boundaries. Uh,
1: I've admittedly loosened a little bit, but that's on like when I know that I don't have to worry about child care because mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be, uh, I take Tuesdays to be with my child um, and to hang out with her and to be present with her. Um, but that's only loosening like on like when I know that this can work with things. And also when I know there's a huge, like a bigger deadline. And I've been thinking about it's like, is that okay for me to actually keep doing that, or when? Well, how flexible do I keep with that boundary, with that in mind? But like, yeah, like actually being able to be like, nope, no, no I'm not working today. I put in my hours every other day, but Tuesdays, hmm. um, because it and it's been so refreshing. In all honesty, to actually say no, <laughs> <There's> <laughs> one of the most
0: powerful words. Yeah. No, what? You're allowed to say that. Yes.
2: Yeah. So basically, so far in summary, we've got you, you know, to set boundaries, to have that sort of bravery, to kind of, you know, try to set an example, you know, you can test the waters a little bit at first and get more and more bold. Um, and all in all, like keeping your eyes on God through that is often what can grant you the confidence to be able to, to even try those things in the first place. Mm.
0: Reminds me too, the, the key thing for soul care, um, is uh, just making sure what is your walk like each day, and are you spending enough time with the Lord and mm-hmm. schedules and all that? They're just the basics. If you're not doing that, then that can lead to all sorts of um, hard harder ways to deal with the 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 tough situations. How do you how do you do well with the hard situations if you're not already in a good relationship? So.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's something that Soma does that I don't know if very many other studios or how many other studios do this, but we've been making sure rest is an important part of our culture Mm because it it shows up in the fact that we are doing our best not to be a crunch culture studio we make sure that there is a day of the week that each person ideally a sunday or saturday as a sabbath kind of day Mm -hmm. but is a sabbath day where they are resting Mm -hmm. and they're able to be and not work um, and be with god be with family be by um, get that rest that they need maybe it's alone time and just like yes i'm not actually doing things but rest has been a part of our culture and it's helped so much, or the, and really, we've been more impressed um, impressed upon about this in the last two ish years, three mm-hmm. years. It started before the pandemic, so three years now. Yeah, odd um, that measuring things by the pandemic. I don't like that anyway. Um, <laughs> but that th- something else that we've also started to do is that the is we've been implementing something called the pause. Um, Oh, yeah. Primarily, as a company, we do it at the very beginning. We're doing it the, towards the beginning of the day, right before our first meeting of the day mm-hmm. as a company, where we have our stand up, where we pause for about anywhere from three to five minutes. And have, um, it's a John Eldridge specific thing for us. Yeah, but it's a not time
2: sponsored, but John Eldridge's pause app is free and it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> that that's what we currently use as a company to kind of pause and reorient ourselves to be thinking and being uh, influenced by god Mm. for us and just and letting go of the things that might be burdening us and Mm -hmm. it's it's a work in progress sometimes i'll have admit admit that, like this morning i was not really uh, (laughs) buying into it but like it's still it's very helpful like having this reminder and it's one something that adds up on the individual side having that five minute pause like once maybe twice even twice a day if you can like work it in throughout the day having that breather from Mm -hmm. the stress and from everything else even if it's just with headphones at your desk where no one else quite knows that you're listening in to this but you're having a moment to yourself of basically uh, essentially meditation with God Mm -hmm. it is so helpful um, to buy into a little bit of that rest side so like if your company culture does not value rest you can still um, get bits and pieces of it and that can really help with helping you um, get that thrive like like maybe not at least survive Mm -hmm. if not being able to start to get your um life your work life at least to start to thrive
2: and to use chris's (laughs) analogy from earlier this week uh it's like the karate kid you wax on (laughs) wax off and it feels perhaps like it's not helping at all in the moment to just take these one two three minute pauses but it's uh, a conditioning a mental conditioning and it will kind become kind of muscle memory and there will be you know if you keep at it there there will be a, a point where it just kind of clicks and suddenly it's not just a habit of going through the motions it actually is making an impact because um, yeah I'm easily distracted and I have a very hard time doing the pauses mm-hmm. but keep at it it's it's definitely like Aaron said to reiterate, and I don't know why we didn't get to that sooner. Like, there really is a way that like you can value rest yourself, even if your culture around you doesn't value rest. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely hope and stuff that if you can keep your peace of mind and your center, um, that should at least empower you to survive, and could lead to you um, actually having the power to to do to more f- thrive and to bring other people with you. Mm-hmm. And with that, I suppose any closing thoughts before we wrap up this episode?
0: Last thing is the, the besides the pausing, all these other spiritual disciplines that are available to us after just listening to the Lord and reading the word, there's so many different areas besides that prayer, meditation, mm-hmm. um, memorizing, all those areas are very helpful for the soul. So. That's true. Beyond yeah. just the the rest yeah. and such. We've talked about here.
2: Bring your Bible to work day. (laughs) Read it on lunch break. I joke, but I also downloaded the Bible on my Fitbit so I could do that.
1: (laughs) I get the daily, my daily like uh, verse reminders. Like, Mm -hmm. right, yeah, okay. And just, I have it as a as a daily task on my checklist of to do things. I have I use the Mm -hmm, app for my task lists Mm -hmm. of what I need to remember to do that I know I will not remember to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have it be read a chapter a day. Yeah. And just like right, and now I don't get my reward if I don't do it. Okay, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> Which gamify it. I gamified it, admittedly. I don't actually care about some of the rewards in the game. I don't care about Better armor or whatever. But it's like but it helps for me to remember. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that fr- I I care about is the tracking on it. But that's a that is not related mm-hmm. to this. It's just like hey, yeah, actually having those pretty, reminders. It's pretty accurate. What it, well what is the app for the Habitica? At home? Habitica? Habitica? Habitica. It's habit I C A at the end. Habit Ica.
2: Yeah, I've heard that name definitely thrown around the office some. It's it comes highly recommended. So mostly by me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be
1: I'm probably a part of most a, all of those conversations. You so. know <laughs> details. People at home don't need know.
2: <laughs> but anyway, that's some of the stuff we use. And uh, you know, if you want to know more, uh, I reckon uh, a lot of these resources are eventually going to end up as part of our Tempest Divum curriculum sort of thing. So we'll we'll try to post some resources mm-hmm. out there to to try and help. Y'all survive the, the rough situations. Um, thank you for joining us. And uh, we hope you got something out of today's episode. Um, thanks for coming. We love you. And uh, God bless.
0: Thank you for joining us. This is just one offering from Soma Soulworks, a production of Soma Games. To learn more, check out somasoulworks.com. And we'd appreciate your support through patreon.com slash somasoulworks.